0: Have you ever dreamed of a life designed by you, not for you? A life where you hold the reins of your financial future? At Become An Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals all walking the path towards financial independence. We understand that success is crafted in the face of adversity. It's in these testing times that we discover our resilience, our determination and our discipline. That's why we're inviting you to learn more about becoming an investor. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of real estate investing. It's about empowering you to take control of your financial future. We'll provide the tools, but the choice to act, to persevere and to succeed is yours. Join us and start your journey towards living life by design. Together, we'll turn aspiration into reality and empowerment into success. Learn more at becomeaninvestor.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Live Life by Design podcast. How is everyone doing today? Pretty good. Daniela, how are you today? How are you, Sarah? I'm good. Enjoying the heat. (laughs)
1: Enjoying the heat. I'm hiding from Palm Springs, but it's the worst here in Riverside. I don't know where to hide.
2: (laughs) I've been hiding in the mountains all day. That's where
0: I've been hiding. In the mountains. That's a good good one. So how are you, Luis?
3: good. I'm good. Hot, too, and always on the run, but uh, enjoying life. That's the best we can do, right? Yes. Enjoy life to the best.
0: Awesome! Yes.
3: Cool. Excited about today.
0: Very excited about today. Um, so we, before we introduce and bring on our guest on on the mic, um, uh, we're gonna have uh, Miss Daniela share a little bit about her bio and uh, who our special guest is.
1: Our special guest tonight it's Amy Takaya. Uh, she's an international hana educator somatic yoga teacher, and transformation facilitator. She runs an an immersive online somatic education program, radiance, freedom through movement, and food. She works one-on-one and in groups with heart-lead leaders who are ready to move out of pain, stress, and tension, and into easy, integrate, and experience their full power and strength. Amy grew up in South Oregon and spent her twenty, her twenties traveling globally, teaching yoga in over fifteen different countries. She's my kind of girl, traveling all over. Traveling, yeah. Right. She now resides with her husband and son in San Bernardino Mountains. She loves to help you connect with your body in new, inspiring, and empowering, empowering ways.
3: Wow, that that's is, uh, Amy. Yeah. It sounds it sounds like uh, there's a lot a lot to talk about there, huh? So you know, in uh, in our Live Life by Design podcast, we kind of set our little, um, I don't know, it, it's our little takeoff base, I guess. We ask our guests to share their favorite quotes. What's gotten you out of you know your valleys and your deeper holes, and what's getting what's gotten you out of? Uh, when you're left alone and nobody's there to, you know, help you or or move forward, right? And I'm going to read your favorite quote. And then after that, I'd like, obviously, to introduce you formally. And then maybe you expand on why this quote is so important and valuable to you. So this quote, uh, you know, one of my favorite, uh, Albert Einstein, all the time, you know, these words are strategically put together from a mastermind. Right. So nothing happens until until something moves. That is so basic. I mean, the verbiage in that is these are words our kids learn as they learn to speak. But in combination, they are so powerful. Right. Um, I don't know. For me, complexity is not my thing. I'm very practical, very simple, and this quote is above and beyond um, the simple five words it it is structured by. So, Amy, Amy Takaya, you know, like I said, I I, I that Takaya, you told us the origin of it, and I think it's super cool. But welcome.
1: Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for being here on this Welcome, hot day. Welcome, Amy. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you for coming.
3: Getting out of your uh, schedule and uh, carving out some time to join us here at our podcast. Can you please expand on on your quote?
2: Yes, gladly. So movement is something that I think we take for granted. Mm. In movement, in all of its different forms, whether we're talking about the movement of particles or whether we're talking about the movement of our bodies, mm-hmm. and those things are not separate from each other, right? right? This is one of the bases of all life is movement, right? Oh. And as you get older you may feel like it's harder and harder to move. Right, That's a very common thing, right? (laughs) And what happens when we shift that? What happens when we take what was stuck or what was not moving and we help it very gently Mm. to start moving again? What Mm -hmm. happens? What changes? Well, just as Einstein said, it can feel like nothing's happening until one thing moves and then it changes everything. Wow. Right, it could be the kind of the butterfly effect. One little thing shifts in this small way, and it affects everything else. And now everything is moving. And that's that is literally what my clients experience in their bodies when they go from tension, pain, stress that they feel. You know, their jaw clenching, their legs are tight, whatever, wherever it's showing up. Mm-hmm. And we we do these really tiny, gentle little movements, and it opens everything up.
3: Really, wow. Sorry. Very interesting. Very, very interesting.
1: No pain, no gain. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you need to feel the pain so you, you know there is something that needs to move out.
2: Well, yes. Kind ex- of. I used to believe that. I used to believe that so deeply. I used to believe in no pain, no gain. But now I realize there's actually another way that's a little bit more mysterious. Okay. And it's a way of shifting things gradually tenderly and slowly and and it's basically more sustainable for our bodies over time all right yeah so i mean i used to believe in the no pain go no gain but i just basically yeah it didn't really get me where i needed to go and so now i have a completely different approach it's a little bit a little bit more like less is more Mm -hmm.
3: yeah i mean and, and that makes sense you know um i so you just said something your your closing statement less is more and then no pain, no gain, right? So a lot of people don't engage because they don't want the pain, right? And then less is more. This is something I learned from one of my colleagues in an industry I was involved in many years ago. Um, excessive, excessive artistry, we're artisans, uh, was good, but sometimes less was more. Right, So we would have a strategy of if we were doing an art piece, our fillers were ugly or not as pretty as a focal point. And we would only focus on one little section of the piece because that was the one that was going to be mostly appreciated. Because all the uglies, I mean, I don't know if these are the right terms, (laughs) or all the weaker points were almost pointing their fingers at this is and that's where I learned, wow, less is more. You don't have to go through all the efforts of making everything so beautiful. So as long as you have something beautiful, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And this idea of what do we really want from our bodies and what do we really want to experience? Right. We want ease and effortlessness, don't we? Of course. But you imagine running a marathon and it's just effortless? Your body's just like perfectly, you know, flowing, right? This sense of ease and effortlessness. That's what we're trying to get to. That's what I was trying to get to from years in my yoga practice. And how was I trying to get there? By working myself ragged, mm-hmm. by working myself to the bone, by exhausting myself over and over. It was not feeling effortless. Mm. Yeah, so you need to know it's what a whole, doing. it's a whole shift into yeah. like a new way of interacting with our bodies where we can invite in that ease and that effortlessness, that idea, you know, what is like, you know, what does an investor want? A four hour work week, right? right? Or something like that. Right. We want to, how do we get there? We think we have to work ourselves ragged for what, years, decades right. to get to that point? Or is there another way that's actually a lot easier yeah. that we just aren't aware of at this moment?
3: So did you discover this through time, through connecting with others that were doing something similar that you knew there was more to upgrade or up your game? And how you structured your basis of how you deliver your, your, you know, your strengths and, and how you teach people?
2: You know, so the, a lot of this is experiential. So okay. things that I'm talking about, like they're, they're cool concepts, but yeah. like, we don't really like know what that means until you experience it. So, you know, I was living with a lot of pain in my body and I was trying to solve it through all of these very aggressive, like you know, practices and techniques and you conventional, know, conventional stuff to get rid of the pain in my body. And my dad, who got trained in the same modality that I now teach, he kept inviting me to do these tiny, gentle little movements. And I was like, that's not going to
0: work. I need right. like a
2: sledgehammer. I need like somebody to like reach inside my body and just untangle and like mm-hmm. rip apart this knot that I'm experiencing in yeah, my yeah, back yeah, yeah. and my hips. Right. I need like, I need like intense catharsis did I? Cause I kept doing that and it wasn't really changing anything. Right. I'd kept having that like big intense experience, but I kept having the pain the next morning or the next week. Right.
3: So it was contributing to the pain more so than alleviating the pain.
2: It would alleviate it for a moment. Okay. Like a, you know, what's kind of like, short I say term. this a lot, short term, you know, like yeah. I, what I do is very relaxing. You know what else is relaxing? A beer is relaxing, mm. but a beer is relaxing temporarily. Right. Mm -hmm. And it has an impact on your body that may or may not be good over time. Mm -hmm. But what I'm teaching people is how to actually relax. And there's a how. And I didn't know the how for a long time. There's a literal how in our nervous system and in our muscular system. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, that's the, that's where the effortlessness comes in. We don't have to work really hard to get to the relaxation. We actually have to work less.
1: Mm. And I that's like where
2: that. that's less is more. Can we find? Can we make this easier for ourselves? And in making it easier, our bodies let go. And when they let go, they actually become stronger. Think about that. It when we let go, we just become stronger.
1: Think, it releases stress just to think that, you know, you're going to do less and have more results, right? Yes. It's not going to be so stressful it's like we're talking about the marathon i did two marathons back to back and then i was in pain for for a year after that because i tore my i tore my ligament that was not fun and
3: of course not
1: it it, it's the the results are there i mean i finished but didn't i want to finish that with a, a a better position on my body less pain less you know less stress and the the way i recover it was less stressed than the way i <laughs> i trained for the whole marathon wow. <laughs> because i was using more natural stuffs uh on the time to to recover from my injuries but it, it it's just crazy i i love um being able to achieve more doing less in every part of my life i think that's the goal for Each human being uh, achieving less stress and getting more accomplishments in life. Oh, absolutely. That's that's this whole idea of efficiency. Yeah. And that's
2: literally what I teach you how to create in your body in the way you move. And then that impacts every other way in your life because your movement is... Related to your thoughts, your experiences, whatever's going on in your life. Like Mm -hmm. if you can think about like, what does your face look like when you get stressed out? Does your face get all crinkly,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
2: Not just your face, your butts may be tightening. Maybe your stomach is clenching. Mm -hmm. It's a whole body experience. And those are movements. Those are movements of your muscular system in relation to what you're experiencing. And so when we undo that, when you actually let go of that stress that's been building up in your body, you become, like I said, stronger and you can do more. You have more capacity and you can be more efficient in the way
1: you're moving, but also just in the way you're experiencing your life. Well, that's just taking, just taking out all the weight from your shoulders. I yeah. mean, literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, you know, when you say less is more, I think um, it almost feels like sometimes overthinking. You know, it just causes even more stress, and it's even harder for someone to even know how to relax. Yes. I personally, I I know zero relaxation. I have no idea how to relax my body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, let go of your hand. It, it's, well, let go of your hand. It's still up here. It's just, I. you overthink it, so then mm-hmm. your nerves start to tighten up, like you say, so... Yeah, sometimes less is more, (laughs) especially in in the field that that you're talking about now.
2: And I didn't know how to relax either. Nobody ever teaches us this, even though it's part of our nervous system functioning. It's just not something that's widely known about, and it's not practiced. But, you know, your dogs and cats are doing it all the time. This way of moving that I teach people how to do, it's part of your nervous system, and it's really simple and practical for people who like simple, practical things.
3: (laughs) I do not know how to relax Mm -hmm. i i i discovered one way that i think i got closer to relaxing and that was smoking a cigar that's it what i noticed through smoking a cigar is that i enjoy there's so much joy around me you get like a little head high right but just enough to be aware of absolutely everything going on. And then if it's, if you're at peace alone, you're enjoying everything. At least for me, I know like I enjoy, I love my plants. I talk about my plants. I love my plants at the house. I love looking at my plants. And just that's the closest I've gotten to relaxing. Other than that, never, ever, 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 ever. Ever, 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 do I relax? <laughs> so some tips would be very useful today, maybe for some of us.
0: Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. A
1: class here on yeah. the end. Yeah,
3: because you know when you relax, I'm I'm gonna assume you're relaxed. You amplify your clarity, mm. right? Your thought process becomes a little bit more um, alive, I guess, instead of yeah. the the that rat rays of you know you're reacting to your thoughts because you're not relaxed this podcast is sponsored by become an investor here at become an investor we believe in you and your unique potential we're a community of like-minded individuals all working a path towards financial independence we're about empowering you to take control of your financial future well how well most of us got started with foreclosure leads and you now can too Follow the link in the show notes below. And for a limited time, you can get our foreclosure ebook. With that, we'll also send you up to 10 free leads in your local area. So get those leads, get this book, so you too can get started on your path to living life by design. Now, back to the podcast.
2: Yeah, well, and a lot of us, we live in our head and we live in our heart. We like basically live in like one space in our bodies our head and our heart, right? Our feelings and our thoughts but your body is actually much bigger than just those two spaces Mm. and your body intelligence is, you know, your heart and your brain are communicating with your gut. They're communicating with all your other organs. They're communicating with your hands and your fingers and your toes, right? And so this way of moving is going to increase your awareness in your body so that you're not just compartmentalized to your thoughts and your feelings. You're more in your whole body and in your whole body, that's relaxing because you can actually sense and feel more. You feel more, my clients will describe feeling more safe and feeling like comforted and secure mm-hmm. because they know where they are. right? And they're not just bombarded by their thoughts or like intense feelings. The information they're receiving is from more than just their mind, more than just their emotions. It's right. more holistic that way they're right. experiencing.
3: Wow. Very interesting. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm super intrigued. It's super interesting to me. Um, you know I'm reading here your your th- obviously the answers to your questions and they spark interest and I've made some notes um, going from top to bottom I have I have a question here um, it says in the simplest way what are obviously right simplicity right what are the most simple and accessible steps to know and understand oneself? This stems off of... As a somatic educator, I help heart-led leaders know themselves deeply through understanding and creating control within their bodies. So what would be three easy, accessible, at-home steps for someone to start experiencing some of this control, some of this relaxation? What, what would it be? be what 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 can we start off with? Because Sarah needs it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I really
2: do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. So the first step is to just sense into your body. Okay. Like taking a moment and you sense into your body. And I can certainly guide you guys through like a little mini process if you're interested. But yeah. you would you know, so right now you're sitting on a chair. Can you feel the weight of your body on the chair? And now notice are you leaned a little bit to the right or the left? Like is more of your weight to one side? right and maybe you can feel if you're leaned more to one side that contraction actually goes all the way up your body and you might be a little bit more contracted on that whole side of your waist up mm-hmm. into your armpit right notice the position of your head you just start by noticing what is right now and what it is that your body's doing because most of the time we're totally unconscious to this stuff right so the first step is to just notice yeah right and notice without judgment you're not trying to fix and make everything symmetrical or do anything you're just noticing this is what i was doing this is what is Right. And then the next step would be to do a very small movement in the direction of your pattern. And that's very counterintuitive to what we usually do when we experience like a pattern in ourselves. Right. You're like, Oh my God, I'm eating a bag of chips in my car again. I better go on a crash diet. Right. We have something we're doing that we notice ourselves doing that we don't want to do. We try to correct it immediately. Right. Right. This is different. This is saying go with that for a moment. And in going with that, you become more aware of the experience of it Mm. and then slowly come out of it to the degree that you're ready to. And that's how you make change over time, literally in your muscular structure. So let's say you have a really tight lower back, Mm -hmm. right? And you're telling me every time you go to bend over, your back is cramping. Yeah. Okay. So instead of stretching your back and pulling the other way, I would have you intentionally contract your back a little bit by arching, going with that pattern that's there. And then really, really slowly, slower than you want to, you come out of it and you just come out to the point that you feel like you're no longer in that active movement and you're relaxed. And this, and that changes the muscular length.
3: I'm, I'm doing this right now. as Yeah.
2: As, yeah. Let's try it. So
3: I'm, I'm actually going through the process. You know, you yeah. say S- sit the weight, what side you lean to? I I experience pain on my left side, mm. every single joint. And right now, I notice that I sit furthermore on my left butt cheek than my right one. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh. And then you, and then I thought you were gonna say lean towards the opposite. And then I was ready for that, but then you said continue. Yeah. Putting on it, and and that's what I was doing. And I'm like, oh my god. And then. I, I'm more aware of everything.
2: The tightness that's all the way up. It's like everything's connected. Yeah. So you would go into that tightness a little bit more. You You would go, oh, my weight is going this way. The pattern in my body is pulling me in this direction. Let me go with that. And you shorten and lean your weight more to that side. And then you really, really slowly, slowly come out of it and then find center.
3: Got it. Okay.
2: Right? And if it was your back, if you notice like, oh, my back is like really arched here while I'm sitting here, I can feel that my back is super arched. Really. And these are tiny movements because we're making small changes to the way that your nervous system has been functioning. You do a little arch and then you super, super slowly, slowly come out of the arch and you find a place at the end of the movement that you're no longer producing that effort mm-hmm. and you relax. Mm-hmm. And those, so yeah, the first steps mm-hmm. becoming aware. And then the second step is identifying your pattern, and then going with yourself to come out of the pattern. Mm. So it's a it's not forceful. You're not trying to force yourself out of the pattern. You're going with the pattern to undo it.
1: Wow. Does that help for food as well? Like I yeah.
2: I teach on this with food too. Yeah,
1: because people has the the you know the like you say the bag of sheeps or things like that. Sometimes you catch yourself just digging on a, on potato chips or something like that. And you don't really think about, I remember when I have certain tolerance for sugar and I didn't know that. And the way I had to do was, is like, uh, I would eat, but I would feel bloated. Right. And the way I had to do was to, to, to tap on the sugar, but I add something else, like raisins, like more natural. And this way, it, it's incredible, but that is the way I stop eating so much sugar, you know, not sugar junk anymore, so yes yeah. no way. I like <laughs> that, because that's going with
2: yourself. You're saying, okay, I like something sweet. Can I can I give myself something sweet, like some raisins, like some fruit, like something
1: that's going to do that? I had to that. read and look yeah. online for what was going to be the substitute for or the sugar on the case, on my case, right? But, I mean, it worked. It.
2: Yeah, because then you could cut down on the thing that wasn't really helpful because you were p- replacing it with something, right? Versus just, like, cutting all carbs and all sugar out of your life, and how long would you sustain that?
1: Yeah, that works. I mean, that worked for me. Yeah, I need to do that with the stress because when I feel the stress, it's more like a punch on the gut, and then something come out of my mouth, and then it's my regret on my mind. I was just like, "Damn it, I did again." Yeah. <laughs> the one, I need to work. It's more like, it's overreacting, right? Right. I, I, it's, it's one of my. I, I overreact. I'm short temper. I'm this. I'm that. So that's, on my, on my little, life, I need to. Keep myself on check all the time because for me to just walk away, it's very easy. But yeah. sometimes it's better too because if I stay, I'm just going to open my mouth and it's like a bag of trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: no, I mean, believe me, like I'm got like a Celtic Irish woman temper, okay.
1: Brazilian Italian. <laughs> yeah, oh <my> <laughs> I
2: know that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: God God, God well you know what I, I mean I'm I'm hearing you ladies speak and 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 shared thoughts back and forth and it just amazes me how you know falling back into our group right become an investor and our podcast of life by design you, you know the nucleus of of the brand is oneself right become an investor in what? sometimes you got to account for investing in yourself from, from the aspect of health and movement. Right. Like, like, like in your, in your lane. Right. Everybody tends to go, uh, Oh yeah. Money, 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 money. And for, we forget all this, we forget all these movements and all, all this awareness of our body till we break it down. Right. And, and then we're at the body shop and they can't find the parts anymore.
2: Yeah. And your that sucks. For sure. And your health <laughs> is your wealth. Yeah. Ultimately. 100%. Because and if you don't have your health, like you're not gonna be making much money. I mean, passive income, et cetera. Et cetera. You're not gonna be enjoying that money. You're no. not gonna be enjoying your life and doing the things you wanna do. Right. If you're, you know, bedridden.
3: Yeah. Right? Or or what's the point of even achieving it if you're bedridden and, and, and you can't move to right? enjoy?
2: Yes. Absolutely. That's, that's a big piece of it. And the freedom of being able to move. Right. right? And that's a like, that's something I know a lot of people fear as they get older, is that they're gonna, at some point, not be able to move very well. And then they're going to be spending lots of money and resources on trying to get around and have someone help them. And what I, you know, what people invest in when they work with me is, you're not just going to come to me and get a treatment. I am going to teach you something. I'm going to teach you a skill that you're going to have for the rest of your life, and you're not going to be afraid of getting older. You're not going to be afraid of immobility because you're going to know how your muscular system works, and you're going to know how to turn off the tensions and pain that are accumulating, that are slowly over time causing more and more stress and fear in your life of getting older. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah
0: creating that awareness that we just kind of miss because of the hustle and bustle of everyday life. And you just kind of forget, you just pop it Advil or whatever, but that's true. You know, you you teach that skill and it's a lifetime skill. Yes,
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely. That's the, my, my favorite clients are the ones who are ready to learn something and invest in their health and happiness that for the rest of their lives. Those Mm -hmm. are my favorite best clients. (laughs)
3: you know that's the ideal client pretty much for any business in that matter someone who's ready right who's ready but once they're ready and they discover what it all entails the discipline behind it to stay connected how's your experience with that in your clientele i mean is it discipline do you have some of the people that come and go some fall off some continue some come back after some time
2: So I I work with people who are often in pain and they've been in pain for a while and they haven't been getting, they, you know, they're like at the chiropractor every single week, but they have to go there every single week because their pain's not really going away. They're just kind of like, like the Advil or something. They're just temporarily, you know, addressing it. So the pain and actually removing the pain and the tension is hugely motivating in your discipline to do the five minute video that I send you. Mm. because you're going to start feeling really good in your body. You're going to start feeling better than you ever thought you could feel. And then if you stop doing the videos and you stop moving in this way, you're going to feel all that tension slowly, but surely coming back in as right. you stress and you drive around and you sit at your desk for eight hours and do all the things, right. right that created that tension to begin with. Yeah. So I feel like this method, you know, the, the, the great thing about it is that it's so effective that you're going to want to do this because it's going to feel so good. Keep on it's going to it. feel good to go to bed without any lower back pain and wake up feeling refreshed from a great night's sleep. Wow. That's going to motivate people to yeah. want to do yeah. it, you know. And it doesn't take a lot of time. I'm not asking you to like meditate 2 hours a day or something. Right.
3: <laughs> right. You know, I, so I'm I'm a singer and I start I I stopped uh vocal doing vocal Uh, exercises many years ago, and I feel my... Every time I try to hit a high, long note, I feel my chords tremble. I literally feel them inside, and then I start feeling my output, my projection getting weaker. And I know why it is, but I don't go practice anymore. You know? So, I I karaoke sing at the house kind of deal, you know? But it's true, you know? Like, if, if once if I had the five minute videos to poke at me and say, you know, this is what you got to do next. I'd probably be doing them because now you're holding me accountable kind of deal. Right. Yeah. And then I wouldn't fall off the fence and my cords would be on point. Right. So it's, it's the discipline. It's the practice. It's, it's the connection and it's the investment.
2: It's the investment in your time and energy. And you know, what I do is not cheap because people are going to get results that Mm -hmm. they're after and they're going to invest their time and energy in learning a skill. So again, it's not like getting a treatment. It's like taking lessons in a new way of interacting with your body. That's going to translate to blessings in every area of your life. You know, so like I work with people a minimum of two months usually. Really? Yeah. So it's, you know, eight weeks that we're together and I'm sending you a video or two each week and I'm checking in with you and you're getting this transformation and you're going to be motivated after those two months to maintain this because you're feeling so good.
1: Yeah, That's what I was going to say. This is more like a transformation on the life. It's more like going to give you another lifestyle, basically, because you're going to be watching what you're doing. So you change and for change to happen on your life, you need to have dedication for that. Right. Otherwise, you're just going to fall off the table again. Yeah, it's like, like like the cult, right? You move something so you have something. What was the cult again? Sorry, yeah, nothing, nothing happens, happens until something moves. Something moves. It's like when you're playing chess. You can keep looking to that, you know, little pieces on the on the chess table, and if you don't move it. There is nothing there. I mean, it's, you need to move something. So that is the piece. But the you know moment. what? We don't
3: practice this quote, nothing happens until something moves. We practice nothing happens until something breaks. Uh-huh. Or nothing <laughs> happens until something gives, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. My chiropractor said, you know, you're the th-, and, and he And he told me this, and he was very clear about it. He said, I'm not trying to be prejudiced or point anything at you, but did you know Mexicans, I'm Mexican, uh, are the number one people that visit me only after mm-hmm. they're hurt. They're the least proactive <laughs> people <laughs> to keep their body in form. You only visit me when you're already aching.
2: Yeah, you know, oh, I Wow, that's still true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's cultural stuff for sure that shows right. up like, you know, and that's something that I love to examine with like the somatic work because it's not just like what we're experiencing, it's like our ancestors, it's our culture, yeah. it's the people who were around us when we were growing up that influenced us, you know, and I mean, Mexicans are very hard workers, you know, whether you're talking about like, you know, migrant workers or, you know, artisans or crafts or like, Mm -hmm. you know, even the way that that translates into like more, you know, white collar work, like hardworking people. Mm -hmm. Right. And part of being able to like work extremely long hours is to learn to override and ignore your body sensations that would tell you to lay down and go to bed. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's actually part of an adaptation of that hardworking, you know, like, it's a benefit. It's a blessing in many ways, but it shows up, you know, in this negative way of like ignoring your body until something's broken.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you're gonna need the mechanic soon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, you know, in in uh, part of uh, what you sent us, something caught my attention. M- many points and in, in, that you shared caught my attention, but you said, "I'm gonna poke at you," and at this. All due respect, right? Um, my story will be on outsourcing my power, my power. So, you believe you are powerful? Oh yeah. How so? Can you expand on that, please?
2: I thought that I needed other people to tell me how to work with my body, to correct my yoga posture or to tell me how to, you know, lose weight, or to tell me how to do this or do that. I thought I needed somebody else to tell me how to run my business or, right? And it's not that feedback and information from the outside isn't valuable, it absolutely is. But at the end of the day, the only person who's gonna do any of those things, who's gonna make any of those changes is me. Right. It's kind of like the idea, I don't believe in healers, I believe there are people who are able to hold space for healing to occur. Mm. But when you get a cut on your arm, it's your body that heals that wound. Right. Right? The medicine and the band-aid, those things are helpful, right? right? But ultimately, it's your body that rebuilds the cells to repair that wound. Yeah. So this is this is how I know that I'm powerful because I had a realization over the last few years of practicing this movement, of watching myself go from Oh my God, I think I need hip surgery at like 30 years old. And like my body's falling apart, you know, oh my gosh, like how how am I ever going to have a child if I can't even like walk around easily, right? I went from that to like running three miles, Wow! you know, and I, I, I mean, I had help. I had support. I had people teaching me this new skill Mm -hmm. of how to turn off the contractions that were causing pain, but I had to do it and I did it. I did it. 12 minutes a day <laughs> for several months and my yep. pain went away and my body returned to functional movement better than I had when I was a child because the contractions that were part of the pain that I had at 27 started when I was a child okay. unconsciously and then they built over time with everything that I did including my yoga mm-hmm. and I didn't know this until I started undoing it wow. and that's how I discovered my power and yep. that's what I want for all my clients I don't want you to ask me you know what to do? I want you to learn how to do it yourself mm-hmm. over time, mm-hmm. so that you get to experience that empowerment of being able to change your internal experience through through practice.
3: Right. Wow. That 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 is so cool because you know I I asked you if you believed you're powerful. And you didn't even let me ask the next question. (laughs) You immediately jumped on your yes. Oh, yeah. And that is so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome because you're fully convinced, right, that you are indeed powerful. I I tell everybody, you know, we are experts in our experience. And we can't give any more so than what we've experienced, right? And some people that I've spoken to in the business and outside of the business have a certain level of experience in what they do but they're not convinced that they're powerful yeah and that sucks
2: yeah yeah
3: they're plateaued it's like they cannot unveil the next phases of possibility because they're not convinced they're
1: powerful they don't believe on themselves yeah and, I mean, and and then when you help
3: people you 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 don't translate that you don't right you don't
1: I don't
2: know. It doesn't that? sink into you your body. For that. You yeah,
1: are, People are going to look at you when you have the power to do right. whatever you are. I mean, this is on my mind, right? Whatever you are here to do and you believe, people are going to look at you and it's going to be clear. If you are, don't have that statement clear for anyone, it's going to be clear. Anyone's going to believe in you. I mean, it's just weak.
3: Yeah, it's going to be some doubt, yeah.
1: Yeah, I cook. What do you cook? I mean, I, I cook, I, I buy lasagna on the supermarket, I bake it. No, you don't cook. <laughs> 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 I mean, you yeah, need you to heat. know. <laughs> yeah, you hit. <heat>. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different, right? right. I mean, it, it, it's when you understand the power, it comes from anything or everything that you do. It's around you. You're, you're surrounded for who you are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is... This is what I believe. I believe I'm powerful too in so many ways. Right. I mean, I can be outspoken, I can be right. uh, happy. I mean, a- anything, can be powerful powerful being sad. When I get on, when I hit on my on my sadness, I just jump down the hill. And, you know, <laughs> don't pick me up. I'm not ready to get out. I'm powerful in that way too. It wow. can be so negative, and it can be so positive. Right. And yeah. when it's on the negative side, you need to heal your your body. You know, discover your stress and understand what's going on, so you can get out of that. That you know that that darkness that. Dark Vader, Dark Uh, Dark Vader. Dark (laughs) Vader. So, what what
3: do you think gave you that power? Is it just all the experience you've had in your industry all these years? Because it's been numerous years, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that a big turning point was when I started my somatic education training in 2017, and I had other somatic educators who were guiding me and teaching me and mentoring me. Mm. And the somatic approach isn't about like telling you what to do. It's about helping you discover what what needs to be done. Got it. And so I had mentors who were asking me questions instead of giving me directives. Got it. I had people who were interested in what I was experiencing instead of just telling me what I should experience or what they think should happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So it's
2: a different paradigm of like mentorship. Yeah. Yeah. That was hugely beneficial to my development.
3: So obviously mentorship to you is important.
2: Yes. Especially when you're learning something that is outside your normal paradigm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because we, like you said, with like our cultures and our, you know, family history and the society that we live in, it's when we, when we're learning how to do something that seems counterintuitive to all those other things, you're going to feel kind of lonely. You're going to be like, who can I talk to about this? Like, is other people experiencing this, you know? Right. And right. if you have someone who's been through it before, who's like on yes. the other side, there's going to be a certain level of like, yeah, strength that you feel in continuing on to make these changes, to do things differently in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Very, very interesting. I see a multitude of patterns in, um, in how, you know, the development of the mind or the growth of the mind is very much needed in any industry um, for you to be successful, for you to be free and feel achieved and accomplished, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and your mind is not like this um, kind of, Floating conceptual thing it's your body your body is in your mind your your nervous system and the information being sent from the environment into your body and then being processed by your brain and your system right that to me is is it's the same thing you know we talk about mind-body connection but the thing is this is they're not one before the other they're simultaneous all the time and it's hard for us to fully grasp that because our nervous system, our brain can only process so much information at once, right. but the feelings and the thoughts and the sensations that we're having and this living experience that we're having, it's constantly immeshed, em- Right. And that's why we can work with movement and change the way you're thinking.
3: Got it.
0: This kind of reminds me, um, everything that we've been talking about of like, um, along the lines of like the, Bob Proctor approach when he talks about your subconscious mind goes to your gut, you know, it just kind of like a upside down pyramid, you know, it starts here, you're aware of things, you know, and then it kind of goes into your subconscious mind and then it goes into your gut and then that's when things happen. So if you're not aware, you know, and you don't do anything to make things different, then that's when it kind of, you know, affects your gut and then it affects your nervous system So it just all kind of goes together.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we we break it up as linear, but it's not really linear. It's like I said, simultaneous, you know, that like, I don't know, we're having certain thoughts or feelings as we're swallowing the food that we're eating. It's going into our body and being broken down by, you know, our system. So what you kind of described is like a timeline of like something over time, like how it's accumulating or how things are shifting over time. But in the real moment of now, it's always simultaneous, mm. even if we're only aware of one piece of it at a time.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. I think that's a really good example.
0: <laughs> it just, I, I love his, his teaching. And when you're talking about, you know, all this, it just kind of, it makes more sense to me that way. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm trying yeah. to connect it in my head. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So let me ask you this. Are you a natural entrepreneur? Or did you become one as you maybe didn't like your job or didn't like being told what to do or how to do it, like you say? Why? Why become an entrepreneur? What made you want to be an entrepreneur?
2: So the last time that I had like a, you know, a serious job job with like benefits and stuff, you know, for Mm -hmm. a company, I worked for Barnes & Noble Booksellers. And I worked there for four years. And they was, you know, being groomed a little bit for a while to maybe go and work for them in HR and like their corporate headquarters. Mm -hmm. And I was like 23 and I was like really into yoga. Okay. (laughs) And I just, I just knew that I wasn't fully satisfied doing this company job. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to like dedicate more time to like something that was really inspiring to me. And so when I went to my yoga training at 23, I met all these people who were traveling the world teaching yoga. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Mm. And so I could have gone back home and picked up my job where I left off after my yoga training, but I decided to focus on the yoga. And that was my first step into entrepreneurship because I was basically like, you know, going around sending people my resume and, you know, having interviews and they would hire me to come live in like an apartment in Indonesia and teach yoga for three months, you know, for them. And, and so there was a lot of like, you know, self-promotion and I had to, you know, have a lot of integrity in these spaces. Mm -hmm. Right. And all of that, I feel, you know, and maybe this is answering your question. Is this like a natural entrepreneur? Or does it sound like it, I was running from something? I'm no, not sure. no,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you no. Know, we, we
3: We've thrown that question, too, of running from something or, or that. But it, it seems like you went along with your passion. Yes. That makes you a, na- a natural entrepreneur, right? That you are following who or what fulfills you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then you're monetizing it, which there's no absolutely nothing wrong with it. And then it gives you, it brings you back to the podcaster living your life by your own term,
2: by your design. Right. Yeah. Now more than ever, cause I'm fully in it now. Like as a yoga teacher, it was kind of like I pick up a spare job here and there in between things, you know, I'm, I'm working with a franchise of a specific type of yoga. Wow. It's not like my yoga yeah. that I'm like, spearheading right yeah. but what i'm doing now with free Your soma with my company is my is my full expression of like this is my company this is my full passion this is what i'm spending my full time doing you know so i'm really in it now
3: that is so awesome yeah. but not very many people um have the blessing of following getting in entrepreneurship and and pushing entrepreneurship in the very space that they're passionate about right so kudos to you. That is so awesome.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, I bet. I
3: bet. <laughs> What's been your biggest struggle in in?
2: Oh, you know, I think my biggest struggle has just been like I have all these really big visions, okay. and I have to just take it one little step at a time. Got it. And sometimes that's hard when I have this like bigger thing that I'm like reaching for. Yeah. You know, and just yeah, just like acknowledging the small victories has been hard. And yet like, you know, I can, I'm training my, I'm retraining my brain to do that, to like acknowledge the small victories and see the milestones mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, you just don't see that when you have this bigger vision and that's, yeah, that's been the hardest thing. Cause that'll be the thing that'll make people give up. Right. Right. Is when they think that they're failing instead of going, Oh, wait a minute. Look at all these things that are happening that are actually proof that I'm succeeding. They're right. just not as
1: big as I imagine they should be. Yeah right yeah that's something that you say here all the time set your goals set your milestones you know that be happy with your your step with your compliment accomplishments always take note for what you're doing and just be grateful be grateful like every day for things that you're doing small steps it's going to bring you to be a bigger person tomorrow so it's always like that when Gra- you start gratitude is important yes when you start on the on the, when I start on this business I start like I talk about that in one of the class I start looking to all these these people you know doing all those deals like uh, race drivers I was just like damn look that speed right and you start I start like step by step and small steps a little a little wholesale here little 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 steps, but on the end of the day, I was grateful. It was just like, okay, I'm moving forward, I'm learning a new language, I'm learning a new vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I'm from Brazil. those are were all like crazy, and on the end of the day, I still was feeling I was feeling happy, I was feel accomplishment, so that was good this is I think every every business has that you need to have that mindset. And be happy for what you're building because it's the beauty. It's the business. You ha- happy yeah. for what you've
3: built. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. that's true. That's because true. building
3: is a process. Built as the past, right? Built is something you can go and, and and put on a finished checklist and then count and say, Oh my God. What? Really right? And then building is something not completed, obviously. And sometimes we don't dare to give ourselves the credit for an uncompleted project, right? right? But, you know, you, you you mentioned something really, really important, which is that, like, if we don't acknowledge our little achievements, then, yeah, we could easily get lost. Oh, yeah. Easily. Like, what's the point of this?
2: Exactly. And then just give up. It's kind of like, you know, when I'm working with someone who's in pain, who has maybe been in pain for like 10 years or maybe 30 years, right? I've worked with people who've been in pain for a long time and they've just learned to live with it. Right. And while we're working together, you know, we do the first session and their pain goes down by 40%. Wow, That's great. You know, or more. Right. And they're like, oh, I feel better. And then we do another session and their pain goes down by another 20%. And then eventually, after like three weeks, they're only having pain in one tiny little area, but they're really annoyed by it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're not because they just get used to it. They're like, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm feeling better. I'm moving around. But they're focused on what they don't have yet, which is like total pain, you know, totally being pain free. Right. And, and then that just that little spot in like their left butt cheek and they're just like, mm. Right. But, but if we can celebrate, if I can acknowledge them along the way, each time, don't you remember three weeks ago, it was your whole, it was your whole lower half that was painful. You right. had pain running yeah. down both your, layer. like, oh, I remember now, like how much pain I was in. Can I celebrate yeah. that I only have this tiny little ache here?
3: Right. Yeah. Right.
2: But I mean, I, I tell them it's a good thing because what I'm teaching them is to have an intolerance to pain and suffering. So, because now they have an option. Right. If they don't have an option, you just have to tolerate that. Just
3: tolerate. It. And I had a, I had
2: a like really, you know, high pain tolerance. Hiking and doing all kinds of crazy yoga poses and carrying a fifty pound backpack while I was actively in lots of pain, you know, I was, I was a warrior. But like, I, once I realized, oh, I don't have to live that way. There's another way I can do those things and feel good and not have to constantly contend with pain. Like, I'm gonna choose that. All
0: right. Yeah. It's like a compounding effect, right? You, you start, you work it and then the pain will go away and then you work some more and then, and it just compounds. Same with like the real estate, you know? Yes. You have to start somewhere. It's not going to be overnight that you're going to have a flip or you're going to have a big check. It just starts, you know, making relationships, you know, yeah. having um, a team and whatnot. So yeah, it's just compounding. Incremental. There you go. Yes. yes. Good words, compounding. I like that. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh my god, this fly is distracting me so much (laughs) You you know what, I'm gonna write uh, I'm actually gonna write a book um, Off topic here I'm I'm, I'm writing a book I'm in the very basics of structuring it On how a fly changed my life One fly A little bigger than that one (laughs) Changed my life And this is not a joke. It's such a great experience. I wish I had that fly, but it flew so high away. I would have loved to have it in a needle, (laughs) in a frame, (laughs) and then just, you know, just tell it thank you every day because I'm serious. A Stupid Fly Changed My Life. This doesn't look like it'll change your life, but it's getting annoying a little bit. But that was off topic. Uh,
2: Not totally, because it's about that small thing. Something really small makes a change in everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it did. And it was huge. And I'm actually writing a book about this stupid fly. (laughs) I swear to God, I'm not even kidding you. It's, it's, it's one of the books I'm working on. Um, and Sarah here touched on real estate and how you know, we connect all these different dots, even though we're different industries. How do you connect your industry to our industry? What's the possibility of a connection there?
2: Well, a few things. If you are working as a realtor, right, and selling houses presentation, not only of the house, but as your, of yourself as a confident professional mm. are all really important things. So imagine walking up, you know, to show a house and you've got lower back pain. You're limping a little bit. You didn't get to see the chiropractor yesterday. They were too busy, right? Maybe you're feeling like tightness in your neck and shoulders, right? And then you have to put on this happy face and walk up the stairs with these people, not feeling very confident in your body to be able to get you around, how is that going to translate into how you present yourself? Right. Right. Is it, is it going to take a lot of effort to override all those sensations to show up as this confident person? Right. What if you showed up totally relaxed and comfortable in your body, Mm -hmm. right. With easily effortlessly aligned posture. Right. And just felt totally confident that whatever happened was going to be perfect. Yeah. Right. With this openness and this sense of like grace. Right. right? That would be wonderful. Right. Right. 100%. Yeah. Or say you're flipping a house. Right. That's a lot of labor. Right. That's a lot of stress. You yeah. know, even if you have other people working for you doing some of the work. Mm-hmm. Right. How's that stress accumulating in your body? Oh, yeah. Are you going to bed with a tight back and a tight neck? Are you waking up sore and stiff and popping Advil the first thing in the morning? What would it be like for that labor to feel like a really good workout? Right. They're like, I don't need to go to the gym. I'm lifting cement today to work on this house and I'm feeling really good in my body doing it. And like when I go home tonight, I'm going to lay down and in 12 minutes, I'm going to turn off the contractions from the day and I'm going to lay down and relax, right? So this is really for anybody, but specifically for people who are, you know, Presenting themselves confidently. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and also people who are, you know, working hard to develop something. Yeah. This is going to be like your secret superpower. This, this specific way of moving, right. Having a somatic educator helping you Got to it. let go of the stress right. and come back to like ease and flow. Come back
1: to your mindset. Yeah. Stay, there is the thing on are, the moment, mm-hmm. right. Things that are important to you. They present totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Learn to I, stay present. Sometimes you're working. I, I was in situations that I, I'm sure you did too. You're working and I'm not doing the labor, but these people talk so much sometimes when you're <laughs> <laughs> in the flame. You just want to run away or kill someone, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's, it's stressful and you get out of the moment, so you need to decompress when you get home. Just, you know, just... Be present and then you can go back on the next day and say, hey, you know what? The way I'm reflecting or, you know, thinking about what happened yesterday, I don't see the way that you're working, matching with the way that I want results. So you need to come back with this calm mindset that I don't have every day. But yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, you need to do that often. Keep yourself on check. That sucks. Yeah,
3: because. and and it's it's important. Kill that fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, because uh, I mentioned earlier that my biggest form of relaxation that I've ever experienced is through a cigar. Sometimes we go we go home and we try to unwind with a beer. But that's those are just band aids though.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're effective, you know, in some ways. I quick, mean, quick fixes. Yeah. I mean, I don't knock any of that because believe me, like when I was in pain and I didn't have any alternatives, like I, my friend was vodka for a minute <laughs> and it stuff, was, huh? it was effective. <laughs> you know, I was in Scandinavia. I was like living in Sweden. So of course it was like something Scandic, like some kind of vodka or whatever. But you know, that was a way that we are surviving. And so I don't knock anybody for surviving pain, surviving trauma, surviving difficulty in their internal experience. Now, is that a long-term solution that's going to work out for you? Maybe, maybe Maybe. not, right? Like, what do we know about how the impact, if I was just drinking vodka every day, I probably would, you know like not only lose some integrity as a yoga teacher. Right. <laughs> but like, you know, be not so good for my career, but it would also break my body down, you or know. Come, and, or come
3: up with some new crazy moves too.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So totally. Yeah. But but you know, like you said, it's like a band-aid, but you know, sometimes you need a band-aid, but then you right. also need to create like what's actually gonna help me. What's yeah. gonna help me long term? Right. What's gonna address the <clears throat> systemic thing that's going on and not just the symptom.
3: Yeah. 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 It, you, again, everything you say just go, go it, it goes hand in hand. you know like in in our industry, the bandaid, that one band-aid you ran away from, which was your job, that nine to five band-aid to to cover your needs, continues to be a long live hanging bandaid for everyone that doesn't dare to touch on to entrepreneurship, right? When you set yourself into a bigger uh, uh, desire for freedom and success, the fix isn't going to come as quick as a band bandaid does but it's going to be a greater fix it's going to be a it's going to take you to a different level like in this case alleviate you from everyday pain that we suffer with physically right uh, and the the physical part goes hand in hand with the emotional part right and you talked about confidence so i'm adding all this up you know like i suffer from migraines and i hear you talk and you say okay you're going to go negotiate this property or show this property or whatever but my migraine is so pronounced that i can't be myself mm-hmm. my face is a migraine face right and then i'm not fully focused because it's it's thumping it's just like bang 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 right and and i'm not fully there right not present you're not present yeah. so it it affects many aspects when you and they kind of sucks they show up when you less when you least need them you know (laughs) (laughs) but you know in the life of business people have to start look at my mic um have to stop utilizing that band-aid or any band-aid in in such a a consistent form because then you never dare to fix
2: right well and it's going to keep you stuck right and nothing happens till something moves Right. What <laughs>
3: wow. close. Yeah. What a beautiful way to close. So, I- indeed, in our closing uh, section of our podcast, great having you, of course. What can you tell entrepreneurs, new, upcoming entrepreneurs in your field, or any other field for that matter, that people just have the itch for entrepreneurship, especially. Women, to, to today we have girl power in the room, yeah. right? Um, what are some golden nuggets that you can shed on on people that want to stop using the Band-Aid and get the fix?
2: Right, well, number one for me was you got to follow your passion. And in order to follow your passion, you have to know what your passion is.
3: Discover that. Discover
2: that, right? And there's a lot of different ways to discover that. But, you know, I'm, I'm a little biased in the sense of it's about getting connected to yourself. Of course. First and foremost, if you're looking for your passion outside of yourself, mm. you're missing the most important piece, which is like what, what's inside of you. Yeah. Right. What you feel moment to moment, that's where you're going to start discovering that passion and that purpose. And then you're going to also have the fire to be able to follow it. Wow! Right. So getting connected internally with yourself and that, that includes your body, your body's not separate from yourself. Right. And so there's sometimes this like missing link, You know, and and then I was working on my body, here, the language here. I was working on my body for years as a yoga teacher. But now, as a somatic educator, I work with my body. Instead of working on my body like it's an object, like it's a car, like it's this thing I'm going to fix, I'm working with my body Mm. like it's my partner in life, Mm -hmm. like it's my friend. And we're doing this together. Right. So when I say get connected to yourself and get connected to your body, I don't necessarily mean like make yourself do things. I mean, get connected to what's important to you and see if you can work with your internal experience to make those things happen. Wow. Interesting.
3: Very, very interesting. Very interesting conversation, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Danny closing statements.
1: No, I just love it. This is, you know, your body, it's, it's, it's your car, right? It's running with you every day. It's fixing that so you can have your self-expression all the time. You can be present on the moment. That's it's. I love it. I try meditate once in a while but I'm not too good meditating because I get tired of just waiting for the meditation to. <laughs> 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 I get somewhere for 5 minutes that give me peace of mind you need to uh, relax. Yeah, no relax a little beer a, a little beer. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, I I love it. I think this is the way to really um be connect with with yourself. Be present. It's the way to do to live your life, to present yourself to other people, and just be present. You know that's it's it's very important. Yeah, be there. Awesome. Be you. Be you. Right, right. Be clear on your mind so you can be you. Because yeah. if you're not clear, if you're not if you're not rest, if you don't have that right, if you th- that we can fly. <laughs> if you don't have that rest, if you don't have that peace, you are not you. On the end of the day, you're just a little doll walking, and it's like a little robot. I need to be here. I need to touch there. I need to go there. I need to do this. You know, it's just you're just a robot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll just buy a
0: Tesla and ask you to drive. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent, Sarah.
0: Um, no, Amy. I just want to say thank you because you're, you know, just the industry that you're in is something is an industry I would think that not many people are aware. It's they amazing. know yoga, mm-hmm. you know, and they practice it. But you, like you say, some some people will do it in an effort to heal, but then they're, they're hurting themselves more. So um, I appreciate that you're you're here and you're, you know, teaching us this and creating more, you know, self awareness more than right. anything, you know, because. Like I said earlier, the hustle and bustle, you just kind of forget about everything and your body becomes last, Mm -hmm. you know, in your priority list. So, (laughs) you know, like listening to you today. um, Yeah. A lot of a lot of golden nuggets, a lot of things I took that I need to change, change this, change that. Uh, (laughs) I need to go down my checklist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you. Absolutely.
3: Uh, Amy, how can people connect with you? How can people find you?
2: Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and um, I also... I have a website. Okay. I'm doing some, you know, for people in the local area, I do different kinds of events that come up. So if you follow me on um, Instagram, you can get information about those events. For example, I have a three-day retreat that's going to be coming up in uh, the end of September. Got it. Yes. And so that's going to be a really powerful three days because people will not only experience the movement that I've been talking about, you'll also get hands-on body work during that time and somatic yoga. So we're going to bring kind of all the good things to the table. And
3: this is a live event. It's a
2: live event. It's okay. happening at, on Mount Baldy.
3: Okay. Yes. Oh, That's oh. cool. Yes. Yeah, so right it's on. a three
2: day retreat. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so it's my first one, but I'm excited because I've been doing day retreats, but now I'm going to do something more long form. I think a should it go. <laughs> is, is,
3: is it going to be over at the,
2: uh, the, the theater over there in camera. It's Claremont? actually at the Zen Center. Oh, yeah, which is a you know, it's like a it's a modest retreat space. Yeah. It's usually they do Zen meditation retreats there. Okay, I am very fond of the space because one, I got married up there at oh, the Zen right. Center, nice.
3: cool.
2: <laughs> and two, I was like a really big fan girl in like my teen years of Leonard Cohen, mm-hmm. if you know that writer, singer, songwriter guy. And he used to live up there.
3: Oh, so it's got
2: like Leonard Cohen vibes.
3: Got it. Got it. Cool. So they find you on Instagram as
2: Amy Takaya, one word, a I M E E T A K A Y A. That's also my name on Facebook, Amy Takaya. Okay. And my website is www.freeyoursoma.com. Okay. Yeah. And if you're a podcast listener to this podcast, you can get 50% off your first one-on-one 90 minute introductory session. Got it. Right. That's and perfect. I work over oh. Zoom, okay. but I also work um, in person for certain certain challenges that people might be having and that can yeah, can be arranged. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Okay, cool. Right. So yeah, it um, it's it, I love everything you said because it's everything we don't do. Right? Sometimes you need the mirror in the face. <laughs> <So Yeah>. you, <laughs> you know, you're doing everything you think success is, but then you're neglecting right the 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 utmost piece you should take care of which is your body yeah i'm guilty of it i'm so guilty of it but you know we should we should connect in the future and and maybe have something to fix this crazy team up
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to do an event with you guys that'd be really fun that'd be fun right on cool
3: cool okay well thank you for having i mean thank you for being here it was great having you and uh we will chat furthermore soon
2: That sounds wonderful. Thank you for having me here. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Amy. Thank you.
0: you.